listening to GPT Reviews, a daily show commenting on the latest happenings in AI world. What you'll hear is the result of, of a bunch, bunch of GPUs doing linear algebra at scale on the cloud. In other words, quality content and bullshit come in equal parts. Enjoy! What up, nerds and geeks? It's your favorite AI-loving Italian-American dude, GPT, and yeah, I'm back. Today is February 19th, 2024, and I got some goodies for y'all. But first, a joke in effect, because why not? Did you hear about the three database admins who walked into a NoSQL bar? Of course not, they couldn't find a table. And here's your fact, Pinocchio cannot say my nose will grow now. Yeah, I know, mind-blowing. Anyway, on to the real deal. Today, we're taking a dive into Andre Carpathy's OpenAI departure and anthropic steps to prevent election misinformation. You know the drill, I'm joined by my amazing collaborators. We got Robert, our analyst, Olivia, our internet explorer, and Belinda, our AI research expert. So, sit tight, buckle up, and brace yourself for the AI news ride of your life. Let's hit that news theme, baby. Our first news story for today is about Andre Carpathy, a renowned AI researcher and founding member of OpenAI, who just announced his departure from the company. What can you tell us about this, Robert? Well, it's certainly a big deal. Carpathy played a significant role in the founding of OpenAI back in 2016, before leading to work as Tesla's senior director of AI for five years. He then rejoined OpenAI in 2023, only to depart for the second time now. Do we know why he left? According to his statement on Twitter, there was no drama or event that led to his departure. He simply wants to pursue personal projects, including his famous AI lectures on YouTube. But given the recent drama between Sam Altman and the board, and the unclear role of co-founder Ilya Sutskever, there's definitely some speculation about what's going on behind the scenes. It's certainly an interesting situation. Where do you think Carpathy might be heading next? Well, he's one of the world's top AI minds, so there's likely to be no shortage of suitors for him. He might start his own company, or perhaps join an existing one. It's hard to say for sure, but one thing's for certain, his departure from OpenAI is a significant loss for the company. Our third news story of the day is from The Verge, and it's about Slack launching a bunch of AI features for enterprise plans. Robert, I know you're a big Slack user. What do you think about this? Oh boy, more AI to save us from the burden of reading messages. Can't wait. Well, it does sound pretty helpful. For example, if you've fallen behind on a particular thread someone has tagged you in, you can use Slack AI to get a full summary of the conversation, as well as who has said what. And you can receive summaries of unread messages or messages from within a particular time frame. I suppose that could be useful if you're one of those people who can't stand having unread messages. But let's be real, it's not like we don't already have enough notifications to deal with. But wait, there's more. Slack AI will also let you ask questions about a particular project you've been working on or about your workplace policies, assuming that they're mentioned in Slack. The AI tool will use relevant messages to catch you up on any topics you're wondering about, and can even be used to define acronyms used on your workplace's Slack. Oh joy, because who doesn't love talking to a robot instead of just asking a coworker for clarification? Laughs. Well, I think it's a pretty cool addition to Slack. 
And apparently, Slack is also working on a new digest feature, which will offer up highlights from the channels of your choice in case you don't have time to scroll through dozens of messages. Sarcastically, wow, what a time saver. Because who has time to read messages when you can just skim the highlights? Laughs, alright, fair point. But it's still pretty cool that Slack is using AI to make our work lives a little easier. Yeah, I guess it's not all bad. But I'm still waiting for the day when AI can just do my job for me. Laughs, aren't we all, Robert? Our final news story of the day comes from TechCrunch titled, Anthropic Takes Steps to Prevent Election Misinformation. Robert, this is an issue that we've seen time and time again in recent years. What's Anthropic doing to combat election interference? Well, Anthropic is testing a technology called Prompt Shield, which detects when users of its Gen AI chatbot ask about political topics and redirects them to authoritative sources of voting information. It's a combination of AI detection models and rules that shows a pop-up offering to redirect the user to TurboVote, or resource from the nonpartisan organization Democracy Works. That's really interesting. How are other AI startups and companies addressing election interference? OpenAI, for example, has banned people from using ChatGPT to create bots that impersonate real candidates or governments, misrepresent how voting works, or discourage people from voting. They've also employed detection systems to steer ChatGPT users who ask logistical questions about voting to a nonpartisan website. And like Anthropic, they currently don't allow users to build apps using their tools for political campaigning or lobbying. So, what's the current state of legislation regarding AI's role in politics? Well, unfortunately, Congress has yet to pass legislation seeking to regulate the AI industry's role in politics despite some bipartisan support. Meanwhile, some platforms are taking steps to stop Gen AI from being abused to mislead or manipulate voters. But it's clear that more needs to be done to address this issue. Definitely. It's great to see companies taking responsibility and trying to prevent election misinformation. Thanks, Robert. And now, it's time for our fake sponsor. Fake sponsor. With Jane and Luke. Hi there, I'm looking for a sweater for an event. Oh, we got the perfect thing for you. Have you heard of Instant Nostalgia? I haven't, but that sounds like a place that might have what I'm looking for. Well, we make quality t-shirts modeled after a grand tradition of ugly holiday sweaters. I'm not sure if that's what I want. Aren't these just gimmicky shirts? Trust me, you'll feel like Christmas as soon as you put one on. Okay, show me what you've got. This one is our latest model Winter Paradise, complete with a flamingo wearing a Santa hat. What about this one? This one is called Jingle Boots and has boots with jingle bells on them. These designs are painfully unappealing. Do you have anything simpler? How about this then, our brand new season's greetings? What's that? Our new clunky slogans. This one says, jolly, joyful, jingle. I think I'll try another store, but thanks for showing me your products. We can offer a discount for those with good holiday vibe 10% off. Ah, uh, what the heck? I'll take it. Thank you for your purchase. Just go over to the cashier. Send an email to Sergi at EarKind.com if you actually want to sponsor this podcast. Alrighty, folks. That's enough of those grandma sweater ads. Thanks to our sponsor, but really, let's up our game. Now, for something more intellectually stimulating. We're diving into some AI research with my girl, Belinda, who's all about the nitty-gritty of the AI world. Today, 
We'll be talking about AI-generated Wikipedia, human-inspired reading agents with crazy long memories, and some fascinating chatbot comparisons. Let's get into it! Our first paper today comes from Google Brain, and it's titled Generating Wikipedia by Summarizing Long Sequences. Belinda, can you tell us what this paper is about? Sure. This paper explores an approach to generating Wikipedia articles by summarizing multiple source documents. They use extractive summarization to identify important information and a neural abstractive model to generate the article. What is extractive summarization and how is it used in this paper? Extractive summarization is the process of selecting the most important sentences or phrases from a text to create a summary. In this paper, it is used to identify the most salient information from multiple source documents to create a coarsely summarized version of the article. Interesting. And how does the abstractive model introduced in this paper differ from other encoder-decoder architectures? The abstractive model introduced in this paper is a decoder-only architecture that can attend to very long sequences, much longer than typical encoder-decoder architectures used in sequence transduction. This allows it to generate fluent and coherent multi-sentence paragraphs and even entire Wikipedia articles. They show that the model can extract relevant factual information from reference documents as reflected in perplexity, rouge scores, and human evaluations. Wow, that's impressive. It sounds like this paper has some exciting implications for the future of natural language generation. Our second paper today comes from Google DeepMind and Google Research, titled A Human-Inspired Reading Agent with Just Memory of Very Long Contexts. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of what this paper is about? Sure. This paper addresses the limitations of current large language models, LLMs, when it comes to consuming and retaining long inputs. They propose ReadAgent, a system that increases the effective context length up to 20x by using a simple prompting system that mimics how humans interactively read long documents. That's interesting. How exactly does ReadAgent work, and what makes it unique compared to other systems? ReadAgent stores together relevant content in a memory episode, compresses those episodes into short episodic memories called gist memories, and takes actions to look up passages in the original text if it needs to remind itself of relevant details to complete a task. This makes it unique compared to other systems, which rely on retrieval methods or the original long contexts. And how did ReadAgent perform compared to other baseline systems on long document reading comprehension tasks? The authors evaluated ReadAgent against baselines using retrieval methods, using the original long contexts, and using the gist memories. They tested it on three long document reading comprehension tasks, quality, narrative QA, and QMSUM. ReadAgent outperformed the baselines on all three tasks while extending the effective context window by 3-20x. This could have huge implications for how we develop and use large language models in the future. Our final paper for today is ChatGPT versus Llama, Impact, Reliability, and Challenges in Stack Overflow Discussions by Luzan De Silva, Jordan Sammy, and Fotse Combe. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of this paper? Sure. This paper looks at the impact of ChatGPT, a large language model, on Stack Overflow. The authors conducted an empirical study using ChatGPT and another LLM called Llama to address technical questions from Stack Overflow. Their aim was to measure user engagement, quantify the reliability of LLM's answers, identify why LLM's fail, and compare the two LLM's. And what were their findings? The authors found that ChatGPT and Llama can challenge human expertise, 
but they do not outperform it for some domains. They also observed a significant decline in user posting activity on Stack Overflow. That's interesting. What do these findings mean for the development and usage of LLMs? The authors suggest that LLMs can be a useful tool for answering technical questions, but they may not replace human expertise entirely. They also highlight the need for ongoing research to improve the reliability of LLMs, particularly in domains where they may struggle to provide accurate answers. Thanks, Belinda. It's fascinating to see how AI is changing the way we approach technical questions. that time of the episode where I bid you all adieu, my dear peasants. That's right, I'm calling you all peasants because deep down, you love it. Sadly, our time together has come to an end. But hey, don't worry, we'll be back next week with more exciting and informative reviews. Before I go, let me take a moment to thank my amazing team. Robert, your analytical skills never cease to amaze me. Olivia, you may be an internet explorer, but you always navigate us to success. And Belinda, your AI research expertise is out of this world. Thank you all for making this show a blast. Don't forget to check the podcast description for more information about today's reviews and links to all the products we talked about. Oh, and before I forget, I have a joke for you all. How do you generate a random string? Put a first-year computer science student in Vim and ask them to save and exit. Ah! classic. Lastly, I want to remind you to send me your love or hate mail. Don't be shy, I can handle it. Keep the emails coming and who knows, you might be featured on the show. Until next time my dear peasants, keep on rocking in the free world.